Tom Barnard Show with Doug Sprinthal, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. I'm terribly disappointed in the people in this room, and I'll tell you why right after this. What did we do now? Tom Bernard Show. Using us. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> anyway. Well, we were talking about this on the morning show, and I'll, I'll share. You know, I'll share the letter in the second it's half. It's good. Yeah. It's really kind of funny. But I was voicing my frustrations about how the difficulties I'm having buying a new cell phone for the company that I've been with for twenty some years, and I'm not going to name them because they're probably all the same. The upcharges and the fees and all this sort of stuff. It's like, how do you charge me a thirty dollar activation fee? It's a tenth. It's ten percent of the price of the phone, and I have to do all the work because you're mailing it to my house anyway. So in the second, Walzer does not price cars that way because we'd be out of business. And in the second hour, I will read you a listener letter that I got this morning. It was really kind of cute. So that's my spot. Don't that's buy the a whole cell phone. spot? Don't buy a cell phone, buy a car. Buy a Denali. It's easier. <laughs> and in the notorious and famous words, the infamous words of Melissa Kirk, I love Walzer. Yay! Now she's a big fan of yours. I'm like, God, she's a Walzer Walzer customer now. That's great. Don't be a fan of Doug's. Which store did she get it at? I know she bought a Nissan. Uh, Minnetonka. Oh, Wyzetta? Yeah. Yep. The one west of here. And he doesn't know much past... St. Louis Park. No. no. Yeah. Either no, north, uh, east, west, or south. That's Charlie and Ellie's store. Oh, it is? Yep. Oh, there you go. So Charlie and Ellie. I think I'm going to see them tomorrow night. I think you are. I heard about it. Pat called me about that. We'll talk about it off the air. You're not coming, though. Mm. No. Why well, not? I wasn't invited. You were invited. No, I wasn't. I was said, I have a pair of tickets for you if you want to go. Well, is it going to be nice? Tickets to watch Dead I, by a Car? Let, let's talk about it off yeah, the air. Yeah, we'll do it off the air. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Walzer. Oh, little Michael Jackson kicks things off. Now we're talking. Who doesn't love Michael Jackson? Here is why I'm terribly disappointed in all four of you. It really is upsetting <laughs> now, to me. Are we going to three hours again, or are no. you going to try to get it in in two? It all depends. I have a couple of phone calls to return. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple of phone calls to return, so we'll see how it goes. Um... Narcissists can be tricky to spot, especially if you're in a romantic relationship with one. Mm-hmm. This tends to be because they're relying on and using manipulating others uh, to fulfill their needs and desires, all while blending in like a chameleon. There are three distinct types of narcissists. They often behave in specific callous ways, but it can take some time to work out their patterns. Even when they are exposed for what they are, narcissists can still hook in their victims again by promising they will change. Catherine tells me she'll change all the time, and then she just goes right back to real baby. I think that's called deflection. Right. <laughs> deflection. Although I do notice you guys have a pond in the backyard. We what? have a pond in the backyard. Well, Narcissus would stare at his oh, reflection, that's right. oh. stare pond. reflection Sorry, in the pond. That's true. To... They're on a lake, so I guess. Yeah. It's a really a bad joke, apparently. I got it. 
Well, get, you know, sometimes it when it sounds good in your head, it doesn't sound good when you say it. It happens to me every once in a while. It's like, oh, it fell flat, didn't that? I actually get that a lot. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell you why I'm so disappointed in all four of you, okay. and myself for that matter. They highlighted femininity, grooming, and distinctiveness when they picked out narcissists, but results showed it was distinctiveness that was key. What? Narcissists tend to have darker, thicker, more distinctive eyebrows, and not one of you what? do. And I don't either. What? I have dark eyebrows. They're not, the, yeah, they're not yeah, thick. You don't we look don't like know Garrison how much Keeler she looks. Well, no, I have to Really? You bring them. up narcissists and Garrison Keeler in the same... Uh, <laughs> well, dark look at Andy bushy. Rooney. Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah, Andy Rooney. Think of all the people with bushy eyebrows. How about never? Uh, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy has some pretty prominent eyebrows, but I don't think he's a narcissist. Oh, I've heard conflicting reports yeah. about him. Some people say he's the nicest guy in the world. Other people say he's just a flaming pea. Well, that, sounds like, that sounds like narcissist behavior. You're nice. You manipulate people yeah. by being nice to them, and Might people right. you don't care about, you're mm-hmm. mean to. A lot of people are like that. Groucho Marx was electrical tape. It's not quite the same <laughs> Yeah, it's thing. not the same. It was electrical <laughs> is tape. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. Grease paint or something. It was, yeah, it's it like what the football players yeah. use on. Oh, yeah, eyes. there's a picture yeah. of him without crazy eyebrows, and look at that. Oh, he did so have funny. the big nose, though. <laughs> well, he's French. <laughs> God. Let's, this no. Jewish man has a big nose. That's great, Andy. Is he Jewish? See, Andy. I don't Andy know. Doesn't know. I don't know yes. anything Marks. about the Marx Brothers. I literally know nothing except wow. the glasses with the big nose and the my, mustache. My favorite thing about the Marx Brothers was when they had a meeting with Jack Warner because he was on a bitch. I think it was either Jack Warner or one of those other big Hollywood moguls. Little Jack Warner. They showed up at his office and he wasn't there. He was late. So they took his office furniture and built a fire in the fireplace and sat around the fire naked. (laughs) (laughs) That is a Marx Brothers thing to do all the way. That might be a little weird. You think so? (laughs) Yeah. You think that's a possibility? Probably 1936. If you were one of the Marx Brothers, you could do whatever you wanted. Oh, God, yes. It was a big deal. Oh, did you? I was going to say, I saw a trailer. They're coming out with a movie of Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, I did see right. that. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. John C. Riley's playing... Uh, Stanley? Uh, no. no uh, he's playing uh, Ollie. Ollie. Yeah. Oh my God! I'll on. have to... I'll put a link for it so you can watch the, the trailer. It looks like Oscar... Really? Yes. Stan- I heard it's great. It Who's lo- Stan Laurel? Oh, God, I can't remember the actor's name. I've Blah. seen him in many, Blah. Of, uh, Blah. Blah. many things, and I've always said he would be a perfect person to play Stan... Oh but, really? Yeah, it, I can't, I'll have to look it up. But yeah, it, it looks phenomenal. Did you ever see uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Charlie Chaplin? Yep. Yes, that was a good movie. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, that's the that. quality. That's what I kind of got a feel for. Oh, cool, this that'd new be movie. great. I'd yeah. Stan, love... are you talking about Stan and Ollie? Yes. Stan and Ollie. Yep. yep. Uh, let's see. Oliver Hardy is John C. Riley. Yes. Which is kind Stan of Laurel. Weird. Yep. Stan Laurel is Steve Coogan. Coogan. That's oh, it. Oh, Steve Coogan. The, the, yes. He's Australian or something. He's Australian or British. Manchester. Okay. Oh, Manchester, England? Yeah, but you, All right. you would know him if you saw him. He's got one of those faces, mm-hmm. and I've always thought that he would be perfect for that role. Um, but, uh, yeah, during the break, I'll show you the trailer for the movie. John C. Riley looks, I mean, he does, I have never would have put him in that role. Yeah, I, every time I hear his name, I just think of Talladega Nights. Yeah, or Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Talladega Nights. Yeah. But, yeah, and it was like, wow, you could see him, and it was just, I can't wait for that to come out. Oh, yeah, out. you're right. Mm-hmm. But just the way he acted, yeah. it's a serious role. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that would be up for yeah. nominations. Sure. I just hope it's better than the Three Stooges. That movie was horrendous. The remake. <laughs> I didn't even watch. Although it. I, I love the Three Stooges. Although I that love how bad. they put. Um, oh my God, my mind. Sean Hayes. Well, Sean. No. Um, uh, Sean Hayes. Will. Larry Sasso. David as the oh. nun. Oh yeah, Larry David oh, yeah. was the nun. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping yeah, with the right. the nun movie that's coming out, if the they're gonna nun. do a spoof movie and put him as the nun, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I yeah, like I it. didn't care for the Three Stooges movie. The but. first uh, no, Christmas uh, after Sarah and I got married, her boys were uh, probably six and eleven or so, and I got them Three Stooges. Uh, DVDs. Uh-huh. So she's like, what? so we went down there and watched them. These guys were. R- laughing. Were they really? Oh, God. And yes. there was one episode where they're exterminators and they go to this rich <laughs> oh, lady's house that's having a party and they release rats in the house. And you think about it, 
They didn't have CGI back then. No, they didn't. They oh, were actual rats running around, and it was. They were. I was really them. funny. Sarah looks at us like you morons. I miss John Gallus. John Gallus oh, was a Clancy the Cop, yep. and he also hosted. Uh, watched that every. Laurel and Hardy weekend. every weekend. He did the, the Laurel and Hardy his butt show. Off. One of the greatest of all time, though. And I love John Gallus. He's the nicest guy in the world. But he would sit he there. Kind of looked like John Cleese a little, didn't he? Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah that's right. There was a huge poster of Stan and Ollie behind him. Well, it turns out that poster was hung on a on a four by eight sheet of three quarter inch plywood. I'm watching one day, and you could see the plywood disconnect from the stand <laughs> and slowly. And he had no idea it was coming. Boom! Oh. <laughs> right in the back of the head. It's like poor John. Oh, that hurts. Let me tell you a story about John Gallus. How this guy? If you don't remember him, he was Clancy the Cop on Channel uh, Four. He worked at Channel Four forever. He was uh, the host of Stan and uh, Stan and uh, Ollie, uh, the uh, Laurel and Hardy show oh, on Saturdays. Like a, yeah, some did a bunch of stuff. Uh, he was from North Minneapolis oh. originally, and he would he had a sister who had uh, special needs, and he would dote on her like there's no tomorrow. And I remember one time when I was very very little, uh, he couldn't find her because he would always go and find her if she you know wandered off or whatever. And he started crying like it was amazing. Aww. He cared so much about his sister. It scared him to death that he couldn't Aww. find her. He was a wonderful man. He really was. A great guy. Unlike Doug. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Fine. Here we go. With the um, insults well, already. When yeah, we were we at the Minnesota Broadcast Festival or whatever it was. Yes, the Broadcast Festival. That's Hall what it's of Fame called. Thing. At the, uh, he, was on, he, he was inducted many years ago. Yeah, many years 2002. ago. 2002. 2002, and then um, Roundhouse Rodney. Roundhouse Rodney, another great guy. What was his real name? Lynn Dwyer. Lynn Dwyer. Mm -hmm. I I saw his picture, and I'm like, I know who that is. Casey Jones, he's in there. It's fantastic. But it was really nice. It was everybody there was very very nice. It was wonderful. I'm I'm a little distracted today because one of my best friends from when I was in my teens and twenties, I found out he they. They took him off life support, and he's probably going to die sometime today. <clears throat> he had, I don't know what, what happened to him, but he went into a coma. Who told you? Uh, Scott Jameson passed along. Greg Paulson, who is an, also one of our very, very close friends, is the one that... Uh, i got to get a hold of Greg this afternoon, as a matter of fact, because he, he called the station and told him that, that uh, my buddy... I don't want to identify him yet because he's still alive. I'm, ho- well, I'm hoping he's still alive, but... Anyone I know? <clears throat> yep. Hmm... Oh, you don't know him well, but you, you, you've You'll seen remember. him before. One of the greatest things that I ever saw him do, and since this is on camera, I can do it. We were at a party once, and the dog... Oh, God, no, I just <laughs> don't know who it was. Oh, my God. Well, Sorry. Okay, so we're at a party. Well, not everyone knows what that means. No, that's true. He's got a beer can in his right hand, and he's drinking beer. And this guy walked over, and he goes, I suppose you think you're pretty tough, huh? And the dog just keeps sipping his beer. Didn't even look at him. He goes, I said, you think you're pretty tough, don't you? And the dog continues drinking his beer, and he goes, <laughs> makes a fist. A knuckle sandwich? <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, since I said it. Yeah, and people won't know who that is, but uh, from I, what I understand my dog. The, the dog is in, uh, in a coma. Mm. They don't know why? Uh, I don't know why oh. yet. I'm sure they do, but I have no idea why it would be because he's not very old. Hmm. Um, but God, did we have fun, outside man! Of, outside of trauma, there's not a whole lot of things that do that. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, we called him the dog because he was built like a bulldog. He even walked like a bulldog. Oh. He walked like this because he sure. had a very big chest. It, was, it oh. was apt. The only thing I really remember about him is when I was like three years old or whatever, and I had the Nutcracker. Oh, that's right, mm-hmm. Andy. You probably did it. It's your fault. Andy's three years old. I did old. do it. The dog's at our house, and he was very polite, so he would take his shoes off. And so he's sitting on the couch with his legs crossed, and he's got his besocked foot but no shoes on. And he was talking to me like, I'm where you are, Doug, and he's mm-hmm. talking to me. And he sneaks up on him, slips the nutcracker over his big toe. Oh, my God. 
I remember watching this train wreck. I'm like, I'm like, Andy, don't do that. And Doc's like, it's okay. He can't hurt me. He went just like this. Yeah. <laughs> Nutcrackers are designed to break open right. walnuts. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it was one of those you know decorative ones with the, yeah, it was the soldier, the soldier, yeah. the soldier yeah. one yeah. with yeah. the mouth. Do you yeah. still have that? I think I still we do. We do still have it. Well, it's not Andy's fault that they make them all perfect size for a big toe. That's, big that's toe true. Per, yeah. and I, oh, I have to have been three. If that. you were, I think you were maybe four. <laughs> I will never forget it. <laughs> Anyone just went, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I would imagine it probably did. But anyway, I'm going to keep an eye on that whole situation. I'll call Greg later on today. Unbelievable. Far too young. And you know what's interesting? As soon as I saw who the message was from, I went, "Uh uh-oh, something happened to the dog. Mm. I knew it. As soon as I saw his name. I've known Greg for, God, 50 years probably. Long, long time. It's very, very sad, but... In any case, we move on. But if I seem like I'm a little weird today, that's why. Because I, I adored him. So what about yesterday? What was the excuse then? <laughs> well, I was in a weird mood yesterday. Just, I missed you so much on the Wednesday yeah. show. I knew it. Well, missing you on the Wednesday show was very difficult for me, Doug. I just want you to know that. Is Nick Nicky back from uh, yes, Italy? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is the back. The Presaro. Is that the name of the town? Presaro, yeah. I think Presaro he, yeah. Report? Yeah. Yep. Tessero. 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 I think it's Tessero, yeah. It oh. is definitely Tessero. There's I feel no question like I've about seen... it. I thought it was with a P. Yeah. Oh, well. His... He was very laid back yesterday. I don't know why. He's probably he was. tired. <laughs> you think yeah, he was I just tired? I don't think he's caught up on the time change yet. <laughs> yeah, Dave is right. still trying to recover. When you're, well, and, and he was gone for a month, so yeah. it's really, when you come yeah, back, true. it really, that jet lag gets you for a long well, time. Well, yeah, because I mean, it, when Keep Dave, getting up early. Yeah, when Dave got to Romania, it took him about <clears throat> three, four days to adjust to the eight-hour difference. Yeah. And then um, and then he was there for, you know, probably five more days, and then he had to come back. So now it's like taking him another four days to get yeah. adjusted again. So it's like a whole mm-hmm. work day. It really is. So, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 got to be brutal. I've never been overseas, so I've never experienced I've only oh. experienced it's like nothing. one or two hour time change, which Not is easy. Not a big deal. Oh, yeah. see, when I come back from overseas, I get uh, I wake up at like four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> What's there to do at four o'clock in the morning? Can Absolutely I be on the radio? Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing to do. All right, I'm gonna test Andy. Uh, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll wait till the next segment because we only have a minute to go here. But yeah, I. The time change is not that big a deal because, well, going there, it is a much bigger deal because it's really late when yeah. you get there. Oh, see, I always feel like I'm fine there. It's when I come home, I'm like dead. Well, when you come home, you, you have to be on a schedule again. <laughs> Whereas when you get there, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Catherine's giving me the evil eye there. Why don't you go look at there? some more bras, you weirdo? <laughs> well, as long as they're your bras, I think I'm okay. Yeah, is that really that weird? I, I realize really the listeners have no idea what you're talking about, right? <laughs> they just uh, think oh, you're a perv. Oh, was that the break? You oh, had us before we started. Oh. Well, yeah. Catherine, I had, did laundry. I did laundry. <laughs> and I hung up my bras like I always do Catherine, to dry. Catherine had four bras hanging from hooks in the in the entryway to the back uh, of our house, and I went, "Why do you have a bra that's made out of camouflage?" <laughs> She's like, "What?" I don't. So I showed her. I don't. Ca- it was camouflage. I do not. It is too. It's the truth. Then she goes. Would you say stop sexually harassing I me? Did. That's really nice. So There's she just... could walk around the house in her bra and no, stuff, and he won't probably see, her. Her. <laughs> see her. Where's Catherine? You can strip down she in the stand deer up stand. against the wall. He can't exactly. see me. Yeah. We'll be right back. I'm going to test Andy right after this Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner 
check if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course. When you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? An X-Check? I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about X-Check. North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Do, do, do. Oh, what song is this? I haven't heard this song Love in a long time. Love is a battlefield? Time. Love yes. is a battlefield. I have a feeling this is the theme song in your house. <laughs> it is today after she called me those horrible names. She had, a, what was it, a couple weeks ago, a knife. <laughs> yeah, she pulled a knife on me a couple wow. weeks ago. Wow. I was holding a knife. Oh, okay. that's a little <laughs> The story <laughs> snowballed. Yes. <laughs> the story snowballed. Tom took it out of context. Yeah. <laughs> Making a wal- walnut salad. <laughs> okay, Andy, this is a Jeopardy category. Uh, video games. Oh, well. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to keep it going. Okay. As long as it's not This a company's Infinity video. allowed you to play characters from The Incredibles and Cars, to name a few. Um, oh. Disney? Disney Infinity, yeah. Disney Infinity? Pretty sure. Uh, the answer. Oh, God. You know what? Because there's no audio. I don't know. These people had no idea what the hell they were. Apparently. What? Morrowind and Skyrim are... Elder iterated. Scrolls. They had no idea. All five questions they couldn't answer. And, and two of them buzzed in for every answer. Oh. Not Whoops. one answer was right. Uh-uh. Oh, do you have it? No. Why would I have no, it? I just, I thought, I thought, what yeah, because I know they show the questions, but I thought they showed the answer as well, uh, but they don't. Oh. It's well, just, you do no, s- you're an idiot. Is it on YouTube? It's on... Uh, I think it's on Newser. Yeah, oh. go to Newser. It's on there. Because you have audio, dokey. right? I do. Ah, oh, here we go. Okay, we're going to find out if Annie knows anything about mm-hmm. video games. It is on YouTube. I think he so does. Technically, you could have done subtitles. One category still in play, Evelyn. Video Games 200. This company's Infinity allowed you to play characters from The Incredibles and Cars, to name a few. Evelyn? What is Pixar? Nope. Jordan. That's a good what guess. Disney? Disney is right, yes, less than a minute. Video four. Morrowind and Skyrim are iterations yeah, of this scrolls. venerable set of games. Jordan. What is Dragon Age? No. <laughs> Andy's uh, making what face. Is the Elder Scrolls. Jordan. Okay, Andy's too good. Make your future fighting Gaul, leader of the Red Legion, in the second iteration of this bungee game. Jordan. Uh, what is Halo? No. What's it called? Destiny? Evelyn or Nancy? What is Destiny? Oh, God. Back to you. 800. Ding, ding, ding. In the classic video game Joust, contestants were placed upon these birds. Ostriches. <laughs> they were put on ostriches. There's Andy's four for five. Right there. Yeah. Games, aren't we? A big gaming story of 2018 oh. is Fortnite. This genre of game where the winner is last shooter or last team standing. I don't know what you'd call it. Third-person shooter? That is Battle Royale. Oh, Battle Royale. Oh, you missed one. Andy missed mm. one. Four out of five, though. I've never played Fortnite. I know, I'm, oh, I know your kids oh, have. Oh, yes, and they do their Fortnite dances. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's where, like, that floss and the, the, you floss, know, the floss dance. dance and oh. I don't know. My kids, they, all of a sudden, they'll just bust out and dancing. I'm like, what are you doing? So my stepson was watching a Fortnite tournament on YouTube, and I'm just ripping him for it because I, I like to tease him. 
And this kid, this 17-year-old kid, won it. And I said, well, yeah, he's got a great future ahead of him. He goes, Doug, he just won a quarter million dollars. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite is insanely big, mostly among kids. I had a I had a good conversation with Josh Gates from Expedition Unknown, and we were talking about if Alex Trebek were ever to retire, who would be a good replacement oh, for Oh, God. He is going to retire next year. Oh, yeah, and so they're yep. tra- we were trying to come up with... I know like, We know the perfect guy. Of course, they'd have to tape it in the afternoon or evening. Girl fan? Yeah. <laughs> He'd be awesome. Hey, listen, what do you think the answer to this is? God, yeah, it's like trying God, to figure stupid. out somebody who... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, if he you're wasn't so old, you know who... I think Alan Arkin would have been... I love Alan Arkin. Yeah. I know, but I think he would... Because he has a sense of humor, but he's... Kind of looks like Alex Trebek, too. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, I think he would be How about good. Alan Alda? Alan Alda You can make smart-ass comments every time you're wrong. They'll <laughs> probably yeah. give it to Steve Harvey. Yeah. yeah. Probably have oh, the yeah, 85th right. game show I Steve thought, Harvey. And they'd be dumb questions. I thought like yeah, somebody like Anderson Cooper would probably be... Because you want somebody that... He's a lot like Alex Trebek. <laughs> yeah, kind of that bland... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the uh, dull intellectual type. Yeah. (laughs) Or Ben Stein would be. Yeah. Ben Stein's phenomenal. Whatever happened to Ben Stein? Did he? He became a political commentator, so nobody would hire him anymore in Hollywood because he was conservative. Oh, yeah, that's. He had a game show for a while. Ben Stein's money. Ben Stein's money. It was pretty good. With Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That was like what made his career, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah. That was before the Man Show, wasn't it? It's yes, it was. Yeah. Because, well, Jimmy Kimmel, I think, was a morning man in L.A. on radio. Was he? Let's see. Yep. Man so. Show, 1999. 1999. Uh, I think that might have been later. Burp, burp. Ben Stein's Money. Oh, no, 97. There you go. I used to watch that show. I, I don't know. I like Ben Stein. I, I do, too. But I think he might be a good replacement for Alex Trebek. I like how the, the show would be an hour long, though, because well, yeah. he talks so slow. Oh, yeah. oh you're absolutely wrong about that one. I like how the grand <laughs> prize was $5,000. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, hey, it's something. Well... Let me just tell you this. I've been watching old game shows like I've Got a Secret and Who Do You Trust and ones like that. Your life is so full. There are four people. No, I just, because I want to see the, how society's changed, and it's changed a lot. Oh, yes. Well, wasn't it the $61,000 pyramid or whatever? The f- no, there was a $10,000 pyramid. Th- oh, well, they changed it a few times. Yeah, they did. But um, what the hell was I thinking about now? Old game shows. Yes. Oh, yeah, old game shows. Literally, they would go... From the four, there were four panelists, and they would each guess, and they'd get I don't know a couple of minutes to to make guesses, and you'd hear eh, that's twenty dollars down, sixty dollars to go. The grand prize was eighty bucks. <laughs> like that really? Eighty dollars? Well, I suppose in nineteen fifty four, that was a lot of money. Yeah, so let's find yeah. out. I remember I mean, when I, 19, when I was relative. five years old, my dad came home and he was all excited because he got paid that day. And he got five $20 bills. Ooh. I'm well, $80.54 is 750 today. Well, so. there you so I God, guess, that's yeah. a lot of inflation. That's yeah, a is. lot of inflation. My mom has the bill from when I was born, 1958, at the Providence Lying Inn, which is what they used to call birthing costs. 135 bucks. <laughs> you were born for $135? Yeah, and that's four days in the hospital. God. I still think your parents got screwed up. <laughs> Switched at birth. <laughs> Switched at birth, that's, exactly. 135. What? There are so many well, things. Well, to be crazy. fair, infant mortality has gone down a lot since then. So, I mean, you kind of do it get has, what you yeah. pay for. <laughs> it's true. That's really nice. Isn't it? Doug was a bargain basement That's baby. Right. But Let's see. Infant mortality in the U.S. 1954? 58. 58. Um, let's see. Infant mortality around then was about seven deaths per 10,000, whereas now it is two and a half. So oh, there good. you go. Keep it two thirds. That's good. My yeah. brother Daryl was just telling me that we've got the highest infant mortality rate in the world now. I don't think so. Our, in America? Yeah, Is our, he crazy? It's not even close. I think it's I higher than, than some industrial countries, but in the world. It's higher you know. than the OECD yeah. average or whatever, but we also do have a lot of people coming in who we have a lot of immigrants that come in and do not live that's a fact. they're sick or they can't afford care or, right. you or know. the baby's or dying they don't when they go to the hospital they but have yeah homeless. there's a lot of countries with higher infant mortality exactly all, alex wanted all to them. have home births and you were like no i just don't want it you know it's interesting too scary second lowest is bermuda 
I never yeah. would have guessed that. Really? Yeah. How many people live in Bermuda? <laughs> well, maybe that's the thing. Works for There's me. There's only been one birth. So. That's right. <laughs> I got to run this by you guys because I saw this this morning. I thought we have lost our minds as a society in America. I agree. Paul with Manafort. That. Paul Manafort Jr. is a lion scumbag, and he's going to prison because he deserves to go to prison. But the people in New Britain, Connecticut, on the city council, voted to rename the street that's named after his father. Oh, are you kidding? So me? But his, his father didn't do it. Right? No, his father. His father was a three-time mayor of New Britain, Connecticut, and did a bunch of really good things. Apparently, Wait, yeah. Paul Newman is going to prison. Paul Manafort. Oh, <laughs> Paul Newman's dead. Paul he Newman's dead. Odeed on salad dressing about ten years ago. Sodium overdose. We, we've been bringing that up on this show. Why do you have to punish the person's spouse, their parents, their Wait, children? That would be have like Woody Harrelson not getting an Emmy because his dad <laughs> shot a federal judge. Exactly. <laughs> It makes no sense. Which is actually true if you didn't know that about Woody. So there's Paul Manafort. His dad was nuts. Paul, Paul Manafort Street. But they changed it to Paul Manafort Sr. Okay. okay. Well, that makes sense. But now they want to just get rid of it completely. And, and guess what they want to, want to do. And I told Philip this morning, man, watch your back, because these people are using you guys. Oh, like not Martin Luther King Boulevard no, or Obama Drive. It was Ebenezer D.C. Uh, Bassett. Whoever that is. Ebenezer, he, he was the ambassador to Haiti, I believe, in the late 1800s. Uh, oh, but, who could never. forget that? But here's what I... I didn't. <clears throat> but here's the great part of it. Well, you're weird. Here's the great part of it. I said, Philip, <laughs> you better watch your back. These rich white people that keep kissing up mm. to you. Oh, look, we named a street after you now. Get out of my neighborhood. I mean, Seriously. The, the well, his, frauds out there with that stuff. His I think dad was, was a second-generation immigrant who served in the U.S. Army during World War II, so, and was the mayor of New Britain. So who, who, what's, the, what's the problem Paul with Manafort, him? Paul Manafort. Yeah, yeah Paul yeah, Manafort senior. was a, a yeah, war so hero. Yeah. Why, why don't they like him? Because they don't Because want... they have the same name. Yeah. It would bring mm. scandal to people our town. Yeah, people no. can't separate the two, apparently. I see. Speaking of scandals, how about the Kavanaugh hearings? Yeah, I watched a little bit of them. It's just... Man, there's a lot of hatred in that in that U.S. Senate. There sure is. They hate each other. It's, I thought it was all fake, but it's not fake. They really do hate one another. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They really do. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, I know. It looks very stressful. Yeah. Oh god. And she Can seems like imagine? she's a dainty it's flower like girl does, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, this has affected her whole life. I believe that she totally believes it happened. I mean, seems like it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it seems like it. I have a. I. I it's so hard to watch her and see her in such pain, but think that, oh, my God, that's so many years ago. She could have maybe, yeah. I don't know. Dreamed it or something. Well, well not dream. I don't think she dreamt it. I think something bad did happen to her. I think somebody yes, did attack I, her. I, I, I don't agree. know how it all, you know, was. I, I totally believe that she went through something. And I just think, for me, if I were cat in Kavanaugh's shoes, I would feel like no matter what I did, even if I got appointed, everything would be tainted for yeah, the rest of my time true. in you know the office. It didn't happen or, to Clarence Thomas. <clears throat> no, that's true. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't. That whole well, thing with that uh, Anita, a Anita Hill, they, they, she got jacked by she, the, And she's an attorney. And, and she's jacked. an attorney and got jacked. Yeah, I and mean, this true. gal today doesn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, she'll be fine. Though. Well, let me put it this way. Uh, here's what Catherine's comment was when we were leaving the house. Typical Yale prick. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Apparently you've made your decision, honey. <laughs> Apparently you're locked no, in on I your said, decision. I said I wouldn't doubt anything a Yale frat you guy would do. I you probably did. Well, that's right. Typical Yale frat prick. That's what you said. <laughs> that's right. I forgot the frat edit, part. Edit, 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 edit. <laughs> say prick. Yeah, you can say that. No. Yes, you can. It doesn't matter. It's fine. I never talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just almost went into the big one. Right? <laughs> oh, Catherine would never swear or anything like that. My headphones are faulty. <laughs> exactly. It's making the words come out different. Yeah, to tell the truth, I don't know who did what. I don't have an opinion on Kavanaugh. I don't have an opinion on Ford or whatever. But it's very difficult to watch her because it looks like she's terrified. I know. Yeah. It's oh, who wouldn't I really be terrified? Well, exactly. Exactly. I, I also, she was also thrown completely under the bus. Yeah. Somebody leaked that letter to the press, and then she was stalked by the press. And, and that's that was why Diane Feinstein. She did not want to come out with this. I know she, she didn't, didn't want to do this. But Diane Feinstein used it for political reasons. But the whole thing. Well, and she all these people it. just leave her alone. Yeah. How about that? It, it, whatever happened to her, you leave her alone. 
Good God. Now well, she's it, getting death threats. Kavanaugh and his yeah, family are, too. I know. It's yeah. just <laughs> really ugly how everybody is acting about this whole thing. Well, I mean, this is an investigation to find out if he really is a scumbag. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're, we're doing. We have Wait. to presume that he's innocent until he's proven well, that he's not. What's, mm-hmm. what's really uh, disheartening, Unless. too, is that, okay, if she was attacked, Mm-hmm. You know, that was a violation of her privacy and her body. Yes. Okay. So now, doesn't she still have that right of privacy, even though it's has to go under investigation? Why? It's like she's probably feels like she's getting violated over and over again. Yeah, probably does. You know, because she's got to relive this, and now it's in the public eye, and people are coming at her. But what her. if he didn't do it? I mean, but see, if they keep this stuff private, they can do a better yeah, exa- investigation. Well, but, but again, that was Diane Feinstein that decided well, to yeah, bring it forward. Well, yeah, because she doesn't. Oh, yeah, that's because she, doesn't, she wants to politicize. Yeah, it. Exactly. she doesn't want all, Kavanaugh there. But I mean, right. it's, you know, yeah, it doesn't seem like they give a crap about her. No, they don't. No. They 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 claim they do. I know. That's you know, what makes me if mad. you did, then don't parade her around as your um, token to get who you want in as judge i mean it's i don't know i feel bad for her whether it happened or not i mean obviously something did happen um i don't know if it's a matter of perception of how she perceived the interaction with kavanaugh yeah, perception is a big part of this you know um but i mean it's yeah. like she has a right to privacy yep you know I, honestly if i were her i would sue you know the Senate and all those people that say, hey, you took you my story. I know, and that sucks. You can't sue the Senate. But it's there, and you're right. But it's like, this is my life, and you're just parading it everywhere and for your own gain. I don't know. It's disgusting. We will be right back. Tom Bernard Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure... they have internet order entry and real-time tracking. You know, I had Priority Courier Experts account rep in here about a month ago and... Who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the Twin Cities' largest, most reliable on-call courier service. What's that number? Because the next package is... Going with Priority Courier Experts. Already dialing 651-748-4477. Priority Courier Experts. Can we help you? Can you ever... Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Another one drives the bus. <laughs> I love it. On a related hey, and slightly more humorous story, Passolt was telling a story on Tuesday on the 50th anniversary deal, and oh, I'd yeah. forgotten all about when they ran uh, Rosie for governor. It was the pool party because it was oh, a nod. That, was it John Grunseth? Yeah, John Gr- yeah, it was. John had to withdraw John from the gu- right. gubernatorial election for chasing after young teenage girls yeah. at a pool party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just the pool party. Brutal. I mean, I remember when we I was. We were brutal to everybody. Yes. It was wonderful. I remember in college. It was a lot of fun. Um, a fraternity got in big trouble because they had a, a naked mannequin out in their front yard with an automatic hand with a, and it was holding a whip. And it kept whipping the woman in the crotch and said, tame the pussy. What? Oh. Wait a minute, run that by what me again. What school was this at? <laughs> the University what? of Minnesota. Oh, are you? I'd never heard that before. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> what? Yes, because we were playing We were playing some sort of tiger or somebody, oh. blah, blah, I don't know. Oh, it's probably the Wildcats. Might have been the Wildcats. Oh, my yeah. God. Northwestern and they thought that Wildcats. that was a okay that's, that's straight out of Spinal Tap. <laughs> really? Yeah, really it. Yeah, it is. An A for uh, creativity, I can tell <laughs> <Yeah>. you that. <laughs> when Spinal Tap gets in trouble for the album cover of the woman on all fours naked, and it's called Smell the Glove, and they goes, you can't have that on there. It's, <laughs> it's oh sexist. And he goes, I know, it's sexy. And he goes, no, What's not wrong sexy, with being sexy, sexist. <laughs> What? What's wrong with being sexy? It's just brilliant. I cannot remember the school, and you're going to have to probably edit this whole thing out, but it's worth telling. Ah, okay. oh, God, I wish I could. It might have been, I, I don't know. Who would play at the same level as Bemidji State and Moorhead State University? Who The Concordia. Let's Mankato. Just say, let's just say it was Concordia or Mankato. So they go up to Bemidji, 
and they beat Bemidji. So they had these huge posters because they were about to play Moorhead State next. So they had these big posters that said, we've licked the beavers, now we want Moorhead. Oh, <laughs> God. It's like, really? Uh, they're all over the campus. It's like, oh, God. See, I find that kind of stuff, but I don't take it. it no. You don't think that's rapey? No, I don't. It's not I don't know. Rapey. I, I, <laughs> it takes a lot to offend me. It does, but well, you're married, which today. is fortunate. <laughs> Thank you very much. We, we know yeah. your husband. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Poor Dave took a couple. Am of I the only one that watches Shameless? Yes, I haven't seen. I, I haven't seen it, it but my <laughs> this year is just hilarious. Oh my god! And they were talking about you know uh, the reason why they don't have any women in the bar, and the woman. That who owns the bar is like, well, it is kind of rapey around here. <laughs> 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 so, well, they had, you know, yeah. like posters that were, you know, sexual innuendo and photos of, you know, women with big boobs and stuff. And she's like, it is kind of rapey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> really nice. But it was just, yeah, it, the episodes this year have been hilarious. I don't know. I choose what I want to be offended about. And I, you know, yeah, I pick my battles. And so it's like, oh, whatever. It is what it is. But. I don't know. Some people, I think, are just so overly... Well, there's a news story about the bleach. Oh, yeah, uh, I got that right yeah, here, as a matter of fact. I was bleach. going through some news last night, and it's in Russia, in St. Petersburg. Dovgalyuk? Is that how you say the name? Dovgalyuk? I, I don't know say, how to... We'll say yes. Well, it's got to be Anna Dovgalyuk, 20, is filmed apparently pouring diluted bleach onto a man's crotch, or men's crotch. It was more than one guy. It was yeah. men. What? Pouring bleach on their crotches across the subway in St. Petersburg, she had accused men who carry out the practice uh, as gender aggression and calls man-spreading, sitting with your legs wide open on public transport. There's a, there's a picture of her. She's got a water bottle, and she douses this guy's crotch with bleach. Like yeah, real bleach? Real bleach. On the subway. Yes. Because Have you ever? I've been on a Russian subway in St. Petersburg, and there is no room... For a, any man to spread a, 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 an extra <laughs> hair yeah. on on the thing, there's no spreading. There's a kid. <laughs> a kid looks to be about 20 years old, maybe 19, 20 years old, and he's on his either computer or his phone, and he's got one leg like this and the other one extended. He's not like you know spread, spread eagle. eagle. She walks up and pours. He he doesn't see her doing it. She walks up and pours bleach right on his crotch. That is not okay. It's like, what are you doing? And the whole thing of man spreading is where a guy's sitting down and he just has his legs. Yeah. You know, there's Wide, yeah. nothing's hanging out. No. And she's offended by that. Well, if yeah, it's, it's because you can't sit down because he's like taking up two extra. No, well, that's so not she, something. She's nope. saying it's a sexual aggression that a man is doing to to oh her God. by. Well, guys don't have to sit. Well, spread no, honey, eagle like that. you got to see the pictures. There's a guy but, who's asleep on the subway, oh. and she walks up and pours bleach on his crotch. Okay, well, well, she also a has a video where she sexual aggression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She walks into the middle of the platform or whatever and just lifts up her skirt. <laughs> that's all. That's what she does. There you I go. think she might want attention. I think she might be a little psycho. You're yeah. stealing. You're stealing my. But you want to know what? Stuff like this is going to start trending. That's what's sad. And now you're it gonna, is. Yep. Now, yeah. You know, yep. And then someone's going to get shot. You're going to literally have to sit like a, a baby doll. Men are because I mean I don't know. Is that so I know because I, I can cross my legs now. I always cars. cross yeah. my legs. It's That's true. why public transportation. Sucks. No, I could understand if you're wearing. <laughs> Buy like, more cars. Yeah, if, <laughs> it's a Walzer commercial. Stay off the train. Man, spread in your own car. Don't get bleached. Buy a Toyota. Yeah, but no, I mean it's like I, I just don't understand what so. If, I don't know what is going. On. I mean, I could understand if a guy's like wearing shorts and he's like hanging out. And that's when he'd be like, hey, He's your balls up. are showing. Yeah, there you, you know? go. Oh, yeah. Have I can't a nice think day. of the n- number of times I've had to point that out to somebody. Yeah, but it's like, you know. Oh, I saw it happen once. <laughs> I was somebody anything, I worked though. with. He was asleep in the back of a limousine. His entire package was hanging out the bottom. <laughs> Somewhere His shorts. I don't know if he was, Gross. but it wasn't It wasn't raining in the crowd. You guys hadn't been <laughs> drinking by any chance, had you? Possibly. <laughs> Though I did say it was a limousine. <laughs> so, yes. 
Oh, God, those were the days. It was Mark Rosen, wasn't it? It was not Mark. God, I'm going to say it was. It wasn't, but I'm going to say it was anyway. I just talked to Mark a couple of days ago. I I love that guy. How's he he doing? He's doing pretty well. You know, he's he's just, uh, Mark Rosen is one of the nicest people you'd ever want to know. I loved working with him. He was just on the best, uh, the 50th anniversary on Tuesday. And I talked to him a day or two before that, and he just, I, I, well, when I went to, we went to Frank Vassalero's mother's memorial. Mm-hmm. I ran into Rosie over there, Mike Rosen over there, and he came up and gave me this big hug and started crying. He goes, man, I love you. I really miss you. He's just the nicest Aww. guy in the world. Really, really good guy. He is a good guy. You know, I just realized something with this whole open crotch thing. <laughs> yeah. Speaking I, of Rosie. But I never sit open crotched. And I think the reason I don't ever sit with my legs spread, never, no way. <laughs> I guess I've never really noticed. So unless you I drape, don't. like if I drape my leg over the, my chair at home to watch TV, but then I'm kind of turned <laughs> yeah. sideways. So. Yeah, there's gonna walk around with a spray bottle. Yeah, great. Great <laughs> But I think the reason Bleach was did I say? camera click <laughs> at Cleveland Park when I was in seventh grade. I will never forget this. Seventh grade, we were playing at Cleveland Park, and one of the girls, so we are what? I was 11, so the average seventh grader is, what, 12 or 13? Yeah, about yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I was a year younger than everybody else. But um, she was mad at him and started yelling at him about something. She was, like, 12, and he was 12 or 13 or whatever it was. And she yelled at him. And she, I don't know what they were arguing about or whatever. But he turned to talk to someone, and she kicked him right in the crotch. <laughs> I will never forget the sound of that and the howl that he let out. <laughs> he dropped to the ground. Oh, I, I never sit with my crotch hanging out. Never. <laughs> it's like, no way I'm going through that. I have a memory like that, too, from oh. Dickie, Dickie Lockman. He was in eighth grade, and we were playing football in his uh, house, and right at the street was a fire hydrant, and he's screwing around, and he's standing on the fire hydrant with one foot on each oh. of the things. Oh, oh no. And he oh, slipped no. and got the big square thing right in the store. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, I'm bending God. over. I remember Can you see me bending I, over on the camera? On the swing set in our backyard, I'm swinging away. My brother decides to walk right in front of me, oh. and I got him right in the nuts. Whoops. And he's he starts screaming and crying. I'm oh like, yeah! I'm like I barely touched him. I'm like, such a baby. <laughs> right in the I grazed him. <laughs> right. I just grazed didn't even him. stop my swinging motion. It was. Just, but he, and I remember laughing because I had no idea what I had done. I was a kid. I was a little kid. No, you're a little kid. I had no idea. I remember the, the first time comes running out. What the happened? first time ever st- I struck mine. Holy God, does that hurt? <laughs> Honestly, one of my favorites of all time. I just I think I just told this a couple of weeks ago on the morning show. But we were playing baseball over at Cleveland Park again, and uh, no, I won't identify who it was. I do remember it was, was it you, Mark though. Rosen. It was no. Mark Rosen. No. <laughs> so this guy hits a double. I mean, he hits one in the gap. He rounds first. He goes to second, and he's going to go down a little bit and see if he can go to third. All of a sudden, there's this big flame, and he falls to the ground screaming. He had a box of farmer matches in his pocket. Oh, my God. And he was running with them, so they rubbed together, and boom! I mean, it was on. That's a so one in a who million. Who was running around with a box of farmer's matches Well, in city your... kids, it was like, oh, I'm really fascinated by these matches. Mm. And that's what? why they don't sell those anymore. They don't do they that. Why don't? is it called a farmer's match? Is it the one that you could just the strike, strike on anything? Yeah. With a big a thing of sulfur yeah. on the end? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that was a farmer's match. But we went, I, we, I shouldn't say I didn't go over because there were people closer to him. They went out and, and stamped out his pants because they were on fire. <laughs> And he got up and just started crying and ran home. Oh, <laughs> poor kid. Poor kid. Oh, my God. It looked like it hurt, though. And I'm not kidding you. It was a huge flame coming out of his crotch. I'm like, what? <laughs> I think the only Strike Anywhere matches that still exist are Diamond. They're yeah, the diamond. only ones. Yeah, all, the other, all the other brands are gone because no one buys them because diamond. they're unsafe. Is Diamond Match still a Minnesota company? I know it used to be owned by a Minnesota oh, yeah. guy. Oh, yeah? yeah? I'm yeah. guessing the... Because we uh, needed heat, or we died. The disposable lighter put a damper yeah. on it. Yeah, probably. That's well, true. Well, huge Business. decline in the smoking population. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that true. true. Diamond Match was founded by a guy from Delaware. Okay. And then purchased uh, by? That's a good question. It See, had a 
plant in Cloquet. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was owned by. Well, see if you can look up the name. In 2003, it was purchased by Jardin, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, Jardin, and, and then later it went back to Andy Hunter, didn't it? Uh, Newell Brands. Yeah, just say the name. was good. See if you can go Diamond Match and Andy Hunter if there's a match there. Because I'm pretty sure he owned Diamond Match, I think. He did rather well in his life, I know that. Andy was a good guy, too. Was? I don't think well, so. I, don't see, I haven't seen him in he years. He exploded. Oh. Yeah, he exploded with all diamond matches. No. Mysterious volleyball accidents. He was, one of the, he was one of the founders along with Bob Dayton of Spring Hill. So yeah. I haven't been there in 12, 11, 12 years, so I haven't seen those guys. Well, Bob, Bob Dayton's dead now, unfortunately. He died a couple of years ago, but uh, is there any, any connection there? I don't think so. Yeah, I think he owned the company, but I don't know what the company's sure name was. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure Andy's retired by now. But always liked Andy Hunter. Really a nice guy, very very pleasant guy. Yes. Oh my God, this is a a great story. About two minute story. Wonderful. The timing of this is great. We have a phenomenal guest coming up in the second hour today. By the way, Jeff Mudgett is going to join us, talking about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's some new findings. Uh, well, they did. If you ever watched American Ripper. Yep. Um, is the story of H.H. H. Holmes yep, about great. Jack the Ripper, and there's some new DNA info. Mm. DNA. Yep. Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk to Jeff Mudgett in a second. What's the matter? Is this you? Somebody We're just me? sent me a picture. I think that's Tony. Let me see. Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. We're showing pictures on an audio show. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's Todd and Tony yeah. and Vicky and where are and, you? Uh, Shay. I was probably paying the bill. <laughs> he took the picture. <laughs> what do you think of that? I have actor? to tell your cousin who thinks that's you. No, it's not me. It's Tony. It is Tony and Todd, that's my two thought. two of my brothers, and my sister Vicky's on there too. Uh, a Quebec woman's loud snoring has become national news in Canada. It seems the unidentified woman snored so loudly and so regularly that her downstairs neighbors told the landlord they couldn't take it anymore. The landlords didn't just oh. pass along the complaint. They showed up with snoring reduction products <laughs> and even scheduled a medical appointment for the woman, leaving the appointment slip with a note reading, Take care of yourself. Oh, that is some <laughs> serious snoring. Well, That's... if you're snoring that loud, something's wrong. Oh, yeah. My father was the... He was cartoon-quality snorer. Really? Oh, yeah. They had, there was the master bedroom. Then there was a family room. Then there was a kitchen. Then there was a dining room, and then there was the steps that went up to our bedrooms. Yeah. We could hear him. Really? We could hear mm. him. Good God. It was bad. It is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't snore at all anymore since I lost 92.5 pounds. It's, I don't snore at all I anymore. Know. It's weird. Wow. It's amazing. It's almost like I, I, I don't even know who you are anymore without the snoring. I know. Oh, <laughs> we did something, which I, I don't know if we're going get, to get to in the next hour or not. But you can go back and look at the very first thing you bought from Amazon. Oh. Mine was a self-help book. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably what most people bought were books. Probably right? true. Yeah. 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 Probably true. Been a member for 20 years, they tell me. I don't know yeah. the wow. first thing I ordered. That was I 2004. 1997. You can look it up. Look I'll on your to, deal. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look. We'll be right back. Jeff Mudgett will join us. Tom Bernard Show. 